welcome to the show! And yes, here we are again, yours truly, the host, coming at you with episode 31, October 25th, and 2020, and this is the week 7 week recap of the plays and uh, the games today that we had, and what do you know, the host and the guest finally, finally come out with a winning week, and boy was it a winning week, because we're certainly, uh, we're currently sitting at 10, 2, and 1 on the, on the, on the, uh, on the day so far, an unbelievable comeback uh, week for us, a great day for us, of course I'm going to brag about it, but the current Overall record as we currently sit, and we got still have Seattle and Arizona under 55 going tonight, and we still have the six point teaser for tomorrow at Chicago plus 12 and over 39. But the current overall record as we sit right now is 64, 63, and four. So, that being said. Let's get on and review what we saw and uh, what games we won and what happened today in the NFL. Now, the first game, Cleveland-Cincinnati. We didn't give out a play in this game, but this game was very entertaining to watch. The first series, Baker Mayfield is picked, and off goes Cincinnati. Baker Mayfield started this game 0-4, but he finished this game 22-28, 297 yards, and five touchdowns. This game was back and forth all game. On that interception earlier in the, in the game, Odell Beckham, they believe, tore up his knee and he could be done for the rest of the year. On the Bengals side of the ball, Joe Burrow continues to impress. He was 35 of 47 for 406 yards. He thought he had to, gave his team the lead late, but Baker Mayfield led his team back down the field again. So an awful week last week for Baker Mayfield. Looks like it was going to be a bad week this week. He came back and led his team to a victory. Now, we move on to Dallas and Washington. Oh, boy. Man, the host, you know, he really liked Dallas in this game. He thought they could take care of Washington, but that wasn't the case. Dak, I mean, uh, not Dak, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, you know, looked like, you know, he, he was a quarterback. You know, when he played for the Bengals, he was a quarterback that could beat these kind of teams. You know, beat the low-grade teams in the, in the league. Well, this is just a different Dallas team, and it's not certainly not Cincinnati, because I think Cincinnati could have beat this Washington team today. But Andy Dalton was just awful. But he did. He did end up taking a huge hit by uh, going down for a slide and John Bosta coming in and just nailing him, giving him a concussion. And we got this uh, new guy who came in here. I think his name was Bruce Danucci. He, he was 2 or 3 for 39 yards. Just a poor performance today by Dallas. Uh, Kyle Allen of Washington, 15 to 25 for 194 yards. Washington winning that game 25 to 3. Now, we move on to Detroit Atlanta. Of course, the Lions, you know, the host had the Lions plus two and a half. Now, the Lions, of course, they come out right out of the gate and take a 7-0 lead. They're looking really good. But then all of a sudden, next thing you know, Atlanta leads 14-7. And and then, you know, they could Detroit coming back with field goals and field goals. Then a, a, a field goal put them ahead, 16-14. Todd Gurley 
comes up with a so it's your friend's birthday. Comes up with a, a run. Comes up with a run to give them the give Atlanta the lead. Detroit fights its way back down. Little maybe a little uh you know controversial a little bit, but not really. Detroit goes on to win this game, 23 to 22, and gives the host a victory there with a plus two and a half. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 25 of 36 for 340 yards. He had a great game. Matt Ryan also had a great game. 31 of 42 for 338. Uh, you know, for you know, Atlanta being one and six, they're still kind of competitive and still, you know, you know, make an exciting game here week in and week out. So, you know, good for them for keep on, you know, pushing the, the play hard. Carolina, New Orleans. Now, the host. He liked Carolina, plus seven in this game. Saints go on to win this game, 27-24. This is another entertaining game, another back-and-forth exciting game uh, between these guys. You know, Saints went ahead 21-17 after Carolina came back. Carolina was down 14-3 in this game. The Saints came back, or I mean, Carolina came back to take the lead 17-14. Then the Saints went up 21-17, and then they went ahead. With, they kept the push the lead to 24-17. Uh, Carolina touchdown late in the third quarter to tie it, and then Will Lutz with a field goal midway through the fourth, and that held on to be the victory for the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater 23-28 for 254, and of course you know Drew Brees. You know everybody thinks he's great. 29-36 for 287s and two touchdowns. So. The Saints with the victory, but the host covers with that game. Buffalo and the Jets. Now, we didn't have any play on this game, but we had them in the 10-point. I didn't have a single play on this game. We had them in the 10-point teaser. So they went on to, they were losing this game 10 to nothing, Buffalo. And somehow their defense finally showed up and stepped it up in the second half, limiting to the Jets with under 50 yards of offense. And the, um, they came through, their kicker came through with six field goals. That's right, Buffalo kicker, six field goals today. Tyler Bass, you know, connecting on 53-yarder, a 48-yarder, a 46-yarder, 37-yarder, 29-yarder, and a 40-yarder. Buffalo doesn't cover the spread, but they do cover in the 10-point teaser that we had. Green Bay and Houston. Now this was the host. Lock of the week. His five-star play. And boy, did, did Aaron Rodgers come out flying out of the gate in this game. Boy, did he really step it up. And, uh, man, for a guy who he didn't look good last week, he must have been angry all week because he ended up having a great game. He was 23-34 for four touchdowns. And, of course, you know, every time, you know, Green Bay was scoring early, we got to see, you know, J.J. Watt walking off the field shaking his head. J.J. Watt hasn't done nothing in three seasons. So I, he should be, he, he's going to be shaking his head on an unemployment line soon because he's not getting it done for that defense. That's the reason why Houston is 1-6. J.J. Watt doesn't show up at all. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, they, 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 they got down early. So he didn't really – he's he still 29-39 for 309 yards, two touchdowns. But, you know, this team just couldn't overcome Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. A great game by Aaron Rodgers, as I said, and they covered the three and a half and the host five-star play. 
San Francisco, New England. Boy, did the, did the host have this wrong. I don't know what is wrong with Cam Newton. I mean, I, I, I give him last week, you know, because of the, the Corones, he didn't play well. But, you know, another week of practice, you know, getting back into it. You know, extra incentive for Bill Belichick as he wanted to make, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo look bad as this was Garoppolo's first time coming back to New England since being traded, you know, because uh, Belichick wanted to keep him, but, you know, Robert Kraft said we're keeping Brady. So, and uh, I think extra incentive for Garoppolo, he had a, uh, he didn't have a great game though. You know, he was 20 at 25, but he had two interceptions. Uh, But on the other hand, Cam Newton just... Just 9 of 15 for 98 yards and three INTs. Jared Stidham ended up coming into this game and filling in. He was 6 of 10 for 64 yards with with an interception. So, New England, below 500. 2 and 4, three straight losses for Bill Belichick. A few weeks ago, the host had this team in in his top 10 at 2 and 2. I don't even know if they'd make the top 20 right now if the host gave out a, a top 20. So, not looking good at all for, for New England. They got they go to Buffalo next week. So, San Francisco, you know, looked like they were in trouble earlier in the season. Now they've clawed their way back to 4-3. and three. Next game, Kansas City and Denver. Now, Kansas City, you know, the host and the guests had Kansas City minus 7 in this game. This game at one time during the week was minus nine and a half, minus ten. And everybody for some reason would bet in Denver in this game. Then you see they started the game, it's snowing like crazy. Well, you know the rule for football, throw it in the snow when it, you know, that's a was a good thing for the Mahomes, but he didn't really need to do anything. He was 15 to 23 for 200 yards and one TD. That's because Denver was coughing it up. They had uh, Drew Locke, two interceptions. Kansas City had a pick six. Of course, you know they they got this. They have uh, Denver has the Philip Lindsay guy, and of course, you know he's out there running his mouth in the beginning. He, you know he was okay. He, I admit he was running all over the place in the beginning. Nine seventy nine. He was running around, and then he took a big pop from one of the uh, Kansas City. Uh, I think it was Sorison gave him a good pop. He got out of the game. He wasn't in there running his mouth. I guess that's what happens, you know, karma for him when you're running your mouth. But Kansas City easily covered this game. And there are 43 to 16 uh, victories, victors in this game. The next game, the Tampa Toms going here to Las Vegas. This game was supposed to be the Sunday night game, but it got moved because of the fear of the Raiders playing. Players, players have offensive linemen having the Corones. Uh, Raiders jumped right out of the gate and got out to a seven nothing lead in this game. But Tom Brady and Tampa Bay came roaring back. Tom Brady, 33 of 45, 369 yards, four touchdown passes. Of course, one to the Gronk, a great big long deep pass to the Miller, Scotty Miller guy down the sideline. Derek Carr, you know, he was you know out there fighting for his life. He, he was 24 of 36 for 284, two touchdowns. They just couldn't get any kind of running game going today, the Raiders. And, you know, again, another over for Bruce Arians and Tampa Bay. So I think Bruce Arians is 18-3 to the over his last 21 games. I don't know why we didn't have the over in that game, but we should have. But we had Tampa 
minus three and a half, and Tampa was the number one play on the consensus. So the number one play in the consensus consensus comes through again. That's six and one on a year for the number one play for the consensus on the show. We go to the big game, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Now, you know, the host was a little worried. Then he wasn't worried because then he, he gave out the money line play for his team on this show. Well, his team looked great right away, jumping out to a 24-7 lead in this game, bottling up uh, Derrick Henry. Now, the host earlier said Derrick Henry is only going to get 50 yards. Well, he had 20 carries for 75 yards, 3.8 average. You know, they played keep away from Derrick Henry because Pittsburgh held on to the ball in this game for 36 minutes to 23 minutes for Tennessee. Pittsburgh ran 74 plays while Tennessee only ran 56. Uh, Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, he had three interceptions in this game. One was just a, a Hail Mary kind of a play at the end of the first half. was still a little confusing because te- uh, Tennessee had muffed the punt and Pittsburgh recovered. I don't know why Pittsburgh just run, didn't run like a 10-yard out and take a field goal, but maybe the, uh, they had a uh, false start penalty. Maybe that negated what they wanted to do. So that was the, uh, the you know, long Hail Mary at the end of the first half. But then the other two passes, Russellberger's passes were getting tipped all, all day, and it was just tipping right up in the air every time. I'm not surprised he didn't throw five, six interceptions this game. But Pittsburgh... You know, hung on in this game after Tennessee battling back. Uh, the Gokowski guy missing a 46-yard field goal at the end of this game. And Pittsburgh going on to win 27-24. And the host and the guests getting the money line winner. Pittsburgh is now 6-0. They go to my favorite nemesis, Baltimore, next week. And I said, you know, if I see Lamar Jackson throw a pass 30 or more yards in the air and he completes it, then the host will consider moving them into the top 10. Or maybe if they beat Pittsburgh next week, I might consider moving them into the top 10. But not until then. But uh, a little stat for anybody, and, and I'm not trying to jinx anything here. Uh, when two 5-0 teams play uh, previously, uh, the team who went on to go 6-0 went to the Super Bowl. But I, I'm just throwing, it's just a stat. Now, I, I'm not trying to throw any jinx out there. This is stat for the host's team. Uh, Jacksonville and the Chargers. Now, no play. Host didn't have any play on this, on this game. Uh, entertaining game, I must say. And um, uh, Chargers won 39 to 29. Garden Minshew guy not looking good again. 14 to 27 for 173 yards, but he had two touchdown passes. Uh, Justin Herbert on the other side, 27 to 43 for 347 and three touchdown passes. Uh, an entertaining game. Uh, another gruesome injury by uh, to a, a, a Jacksonville player in this game. Chargers though did have 440, 484 total yards in this game. Jacksonville is only 294. Uh, just. Only one turnover by Jacksonville. That's why they're 1-6. Now the Chargers are 2-4, but no play in this game. Well, that, uh, that's it for the uh, NFL Betting Weekly Roundup. Uh, don't forget, we have Seattle and um, Arizona under 55 tonight. So hopefully we can get that win. 
and then we get the win tomorrow. That'll be a 12 and 2 and 1 weekend. But you know, let's right now we're 10, 2, and 1. Another exciting day in the NFL, is, uh, in case everybody was watching, and there's the, uh, the uh, in case you've been watching, the uh, World Series game is also going on tonight. That series is now um, 2 2. Uh, if you saw that crazy ending last night of the, uh, I don't even know the players, so I know the host should know these players, but uh, crazy ending last night as the um, guy got the base hit and uh, the uh, the guy scored and then they, he went to throw it in and the catcher thought he had it and, he, and they would have the guy with a runner would have been out but he didn't have it and the guy scored and Tampa Bay went on to win so uh, you know if you saw the ending of that game I guess it was pretty exciting the host didn't see it he's too busy watching college football but you know the host and the guests predicted the Dodgers went in six well they're gonna need to win tonight and uh my buddy Clayton Kershaw is on the mound. So, you know, usually the host bets against him, but I didn't have any no play on the baseball tonight. This uh, That'll be going on opposite of the uh, football. So uh, I hope everyone uh, enjoys that game also. Uh, the host wanted to say a couple things about Antonio Brown since there's some more stuff out there. You know, Antonio Brown – no, Tampa Bay uh, signing him to, I guess it's a one-year, $2.5 million deal. Uh, it's um, incentive-laden. Of course, if they make the playoffs, he gets more money. They win. Uh, if he has so many catches, he gets more money. He has uh, TDs. They get to the Super Bowl, it's more money. Uh, but I guess Bruce Arians, after the game, had to come out and say that uh, Tom Brady had nothing to do with uh, signing AB to the team. Uh, Bruce, what are you lying for? Because you wouldn't have signed Antonio Brown if Tom Brady wasn't on the team. If you still had Jameis Woodson, you weren't signing Antonio Brown. So don't lie. Tom Brady told you to sign him, and you did. And you know, and then your threat. What did, what did you say, Bruce? Uh, you said that you told him one one mistake. You know, you make one mistake on this team, not on the field or anything, but you know, locker room wise, or or you know. Out, out, about, out, out of the team facility. You're gone. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if that it holds up, Bruce. You, the Bruce Arians, the tough guy coach. What, what was he wearing today, by the way? He had two pairs of glasses on, and he had the bug shield on. Um, <laughs> just, just a little. Uh, this guy last week, he has a whole handkerchief on. And he's got sunglasses on. And maybe he's trying on different Halloween costumes. Bruce Arians, you know, trying to get a different look out there. I don't I don't know what kind of look this guy is going for week in and week out, but you know the fake tough guy act, Bruce. It, it, you keep doing what you're doing and letting Tom Brady save your save your uh, coaching job there, as uh, they you guys continue to win. You know, yeah, it probably should be six and one if if you told Tom Brady how many downs there were in that game against Chicago. But right now you're five and two, and uh, sitting there uh, a game ahead in New Orleans, I believe. So. You, you know, Bruce, easy with the tough guy act. Uh, the other thing the host wanted to mention is, um, oh, and, uh, did anybody see Andy Reid today? So it was snowing and everything in the game in Denver. And uh, Andy Reid usually wears the uh, the, the uh, uh, bug shield. He had it on in the beginning. And, of course, for some reason for uh, Andy Reid, the thing was, you know, steaming up and he couldn't see. So he went to the mask or he went to this a regular uh, Chiefs mask. On, and he had the mask on, and it looked like he had a beak. So the angry bird 
Now I had a full beak on out there. So Andy Reid really looking like a big bird out there, the angry bird, all dressed in his red with his, with his mask on. That thing was sticking out like he had a, a big schnoz going. So many, uh, so many other things the, uh, the host has noticed over the, the last few weeks. Uh, you know, anybody watches the game, when you watch the games on Fox, um, you know, the, they scored and the big touchdown comes on the screen. And then they got the goofy cartoon characters. Uh, everybody, anybody remember if you, uh, the first PlayStation when you played NFL Blitz and the graphics that would come on and they come on big on the screen and they flash and all these cartoon. Gra- That's what the Fox reminds me of now is when you watch a game on Fox NFL is, is it's I'm watching NFL Blitz because of the big touchdown comes up and some of the cartoon characters look like the players. Some of the cartoon characters don't like if it's a popular player like Russell Wilson or you know, Ezekiel Elliott or, you know, Tom Brady, they, they look like, the, the cartoon characters look like them. But if you get some guy who, like for uh, instance, when uh, Chase Claypool was on, uh, when the game was on Fox or Steelers, they even look like him because uh, they didn't have the clay, they didn't have the cartoon character uh, ready for him yet. They didn't know they, were, they had to use it. So they come up with kind of a fake looking cartoon character. But all that reminds me of the uh, is uh, NFL Blitz when that comes on. <laughs> and then the other thing the host is noticing with the, these NFL coaches, anybody notice that um, the bigger the coach, the bigger the offensive play calling sheet is when they're holding it? And Andy Reid, uh, uh, Bruce Arians, um, who's the other guy? Uh, there's another guy uh, uh, who has a big uh, play calling sheet in front of him. The bigger the coach, the bigger the play calling sheet. Does, is, is that like a, a? Is it like their fixation that they got to have a big uh, menu in front of them? You know, like the big menu at Waffle House. Is that what they think they got in front of them because they're hungry and they want to order something? So they got this whole list of plays on there. But in their mind, it's a whole list of menu items. Like Andy Reid sees a you know wide receiver screen and maybe it's a cheeseburger with extra cheese with bacon on it, and that's what he refers it to. You know, because these guys got these huge ass. You know. Met these huge ass offensive play calling sheets, and then then there's some offensive play callers, you know, that don't have they just have a, like a little eight and a half by eleven thing. So I, I don't get why you got to have such a big offensive call sheet like some of these guys do. But look for that next time you watch a game. Look at the 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 bigger the the coordinator or the bigger the coach calling the plays, the bigger the sheet is. That's just something else the the host has <laughs> noticed that the after seven weeks of uh, watching the NFL NFL season. Oh boy, a little update here. Uh, already seven nothing Seahawks. Uh, three minutes into the game, so. Uh, all right away, the under not looking good in this game. Uh, just uh, um, a look ahead to next week. Uh, of course, next week the big game is um, you know Steelers at the at the Ravens. Now, I, I don't know what the uh, the flexing how the flexing works here, but really, I mean, the, if Dak Prescott wasn't hurt, this might be worth keeping on Sunday Night Football. But since Andy Dalton got hurt. And he's concussed, and we don't know who's going to be quarterbacking for Dallas next week. Do we really need to see Dallas and Philadelphia as a Sunday night game next week when we could have, you know, Pittsburgh and Baltimore moved into that slot? I mean, that's the game, you know, most people would want to see. You know, and we got here's here's something for you folks. We got the Jets and the Chiefs next week. Chiefs are 
minus 21 in that game. Hey, put him on a teaser, that'd be uh, Jets plus 31. You put him on the 10-point teaser, Jets would be plus 31 in that game. That's a big spread. Wow. 21 points. Woo! And, uh, oh, Steel, uh, Baltimore minus 5.5 against the Steelers uh, in, in that game uh, next week. Uh, another big game next week, uh, San Francisco and Seattle, because uh, also now San Francisco's playing good. And uh, depending on what the Bears do tomorrow with the Rams, they got the Saints coming to town next week. That could be uh, interesting, uh, you know, uh, a good game next week. And, of course, uh, the debut of Tua next week as he starts his first game against the Rams. So uh, that could be uh you know, that could be entertaining next week also. And New England traveling to Buffalo, first time New England traveling to Buffalo without Tom Brady. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, Falcons-Panthers Thursday night. Yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Falcons have a better record. That'd be more entertaining. But that's something to look forward to next week. So uh, that's all I had for you tonight, folks. You know, a little shorter than usual. Uh, I just want to do the uh, recap of the betting week. I know some people were, uh, believe it or not, uh, some fans and uh, some listeners of the show were asking why I didn't do the recap show uh, last week. Uh, just some things that came up last week. I just couldn't get to it. Uh, so I just decided to do it again this week. So people want to hear the recap. People want to hear how uh, the picks did. People like hearing uh, the host's uh, takes sometimes on what he thinks of the games. Because, you know, the host always has to have a different opinion uh, than other people. Uh, sometimes. Not all the time. But something, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, great week for the host and the guests. We bounced back 10, 2, and 1, uh, 64, 63, and 4 overall now. Uh, Seattle under 55 tonight, and Chicago plus 12, over 39 uh, tomorrow in the Monday night game. And uh, game five of the World Series is also tonight. Uh, again, thanks to everybody for listening. You can get this show on Spotify. Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and of course, the, it's always on the Twitter at the host, the the host at SteelDS72. And once again, it's nice to be important, but more important to be nice. See you next time, folks. It's like a Valentine. Rope around, make your mind. I'm in a The animals are on the move. Is the